This is the 77 WABC Sports Update. A lot to cover from yesterday. We'll start with hockey. The Rangers were taking on the Buffalo Sabres at Madison Square Garden. The Blue Shirts had the lead and lost it, and when the game went to overtime, Keandre Miller ended things in fashion. Rangers win 5-4 in OT. Devils needed some extra time for their win over Montreal. They take that game 3-2 in a shootout. Islanders weren't so lucky. They lose to the Lightning 4-1. Over to basketball, the Knicks narrowly escaped the Detroit Pistons. Alec Burks sealed the game on a last-second steal to give the Knicks a 104-102 win. A different story for the Nets. Kyrie only hit 6 of 22 from the field in his first game back in Brooklyn. The Charlotte Hornets beat the Nets 119-110. And in the NCAA, the magic is over for St. Peter's. The Peacocks lose to UNC 69-49 in the round of 8, making it further than any other 15-seeded tournament history. North Carolina will join Duke, Kansas, and Villanova in this year's Final Four. That's your 77 WABC Sports Update. I'm Luke Legrano. Station built just for you. Entertaining talk, information, and New York opinions. You are a ball of fire there. The world famous and American original. Talk Radio 77 WABC and WABCRadio.com. Every Saturday at 10 p.m., it's Saturday Nights with Tony Orlando. Hey, it's Saturday Nights with me, Tony Orlando, presented by Goya. I love it. Goya wants you to think outside the box with rice mixes. Learn more at Goya.com. If it's Goya, it has to be good. Hey, folks, Sid here from Bernie and Sid in the morning. Maybe you know this, maybe you don't, but there was another big rally with President Trump this weekend in Georgia, and Newsmax was the only major news network covering the rally live. I made the switch to Newsmax. So did Bernard. So did President Donald Trump. They've had some of the best coverage on Ukraine, and they've been exposing the dangers of President Joe Biden. Millions are tuning into Newsmax. Even President Trump says, quote, Newsmax is really good. You need to watch Newsmax and join Newsmax's Trump list and get the latest rally info, plus more about Trump and Biden and a heck of a lot more. So join the Trump Newsmax list. Just text the word media to 39747. That's media to 39747. Trump is also set to make a major announcement, so don't miss this from Newsmax. Text media to 39747. Bernie and I made the switch to Newsmax. So should you. The Staten Island Law Firm of Julian Gentili. Helping people in hopeless marriages for over 35 years. Put your divorce plan in action. Create a blueprint for your new life. 718-816-0005. Visit aglawnyc.com. Owning a business comes with pressure. There's a limit to what I can do and still keep employees engaged. Fortunately, there's Insperity. They put 30-plus years of HR experience to work to help me with hiring, training, HR administration, and compliance, while giving my employees competitive benefit options. And because I'm able to focus on other priorities, my employees can thrive and my business can grow. With Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. If you're feeling immobile, suffering with knee or joint pain, and don't want surgery? Here's good news. The doctors at NYC Pain MD use precision technology to place FDA-approved pain-relieving gel medicines, platelets, even stem cells, exactly where you need them. No toxic drugs, no hospital, no surgery, just relief. Call today to set up your no-cost assessment. Call 800-600-KNEE. That's 800 600 K-N-E-E. You're listening to one of the most iconic stations in the nation. An American original. 
Talk Radio 77. WABC. And WABCRadio.com. Hey, Eric Adams, the quote-unquote mayor, Eric, <laughs> he's embarrassed by New York City. He says it's the laughingstock of the country. Laughingstock of the country, huh? Well, he says crime is so bad we've become a laughingstock. I have another theory on this. We're a laughingstock because of you. You, you unaccomplished liar who conned his way a backdoor into City Hall. So you finally got what you wanted. You're the mayor, although nobody really cares anymore. The job has been reduced after eight years of de Blasio, who also conned and lied his way into the job. A person of no consequence, just like you, Eric. And here's proof, by the way, if you think I'm being too hard on Eric Adams. He is the Democrat nominee, the overwhelming favorite to win the election. And he shows up on the Stephen Colbert show. Actually, I think this is after the general election. This is a November, December time frame. So Eric Adams at this point is the mayor elect. So what does he do? He goes on national television and shares a little bit of marijuana with his new celebrity BFF, Stephen Colbert. Cut 54. One of my best gifts, as you know, marijuana is legal. I have raw. I did not know. I have raw. I am not aware, Mr. Mayor. I'm not into that scene. I have bamboo. Oh, you know, big. And I can't give you this gift. I'll give it to you later, you know. <laughs> <laughs> What are they, in eighth grade? And Eric has this stupid, stupid grin on his face. (laughs) Isn't he cute? You can smoke weed in public now in New York City. I guess that includes K2. Ever tried that stuff? Don't. May want to make you jump out of a building. This stuff is a hundred times more powerful than the Weed or marijuana or grass people smoked back in the Woodstock days or whatever they did. This is this is potent stuff. They've become much better at growing pot, and it's more powerful. And it can really knock you out, and it can make you do some crazy things. So I don't know, maybe uh, encouraging people to smoke weed all the time might have something to do with the record crime. Maybe the complete lack of a plan. Ability, um, any administrative skill to implement said plan as well. So Eric is out of ideas. So what does he do? He starts blaming people. And of course, let's blame, in this case, we'll blame the media. Sure, everybody hates the media. I'm a black man. That's the mayor. But my story has been interpreted by people that don't look like me. Oh, my gosh. Make all the journalists look like Eric. Okay? Send them off to... uh, a vegan farm, put him in a, 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 you know, Barry's boot camp, send him to Hugo Boss, get him some suits. Got to look like Eric if you want to cover Eric. How racist can you get? It's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting how they're talking and how they're behaving and what they're advocating. And the cowardice shown by so many people of all colors who know better to just go along with it. Hey, some of those are the heavy Hollywood heavyweights who came out pretty, pretty tough on Will Smith, appropriately so, but then they backtracked. 
Can't believe how many tweets were deleted in a flash. Judd Apatow said he was like a crazy man. This is this violence. This is out of control. We must. Uh, there must be accountability. Boop. Deleted. Um. All right. So there was that. Oh, and I have to do this one more time. I'm sorry. We didn't finish it. Regarding the election, regarding January 6th, you have to remember something. And they love to say, oh, it was an insurrection. It was an insurrection. It was the worst thing that ever happened since the War of 1812. The horrible, the worst siege on the Capitol since civil. Shut up. You are lying and or you are misinformed. Now, having studied this a great deal, actually, from the Electoral Count Act of 1887 to those three cops who walked away just before Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed to the riot cops who stood there as people marauded. It all came together for me. January 6th, number one, as you have seen, if you watch my Newsmax show, many of the people were allowed inside by Capitol cops. They stood on either side, step right up, right this way. Why isn't anybody ever talking about that? There's photographic proof of it. Why were they let inside? They weren't. The intent was. For those protesters to provide a pretext for them to call off the debate that was successfully being waged. It wasn't to stop anything, not not to stop the count. It was to stop the debate. Does this make sense? Democrats in 2000 challenged the electoral count in process. This is a Democrat from Florida, Corinne Brown. Go cut 51. Uh, Mr. President, it is in writing and signed by several House colleagues on behalf and myself of the 27,000 voters of Duval County in which 16,000 of them are African-Americans that was disenfranchised in this last election. The the gentlewoman will suspend. The question, um, the part of the question uh, that I'll put again is, uh, is... The objection signed by a member of the Senate. Not signed by a member of the Senate. The Senate is missing. All right. You see, they needed a senator. They also didn't have a senator in 2016 when uh, Jamie Raskin, that little rat from uh, Maryland, when he tried to stop uh, the count. Cut 52. Listen to this. Uh, I have an objection because 10 of the 29 electoral votes cast by Florida were cast by electors not lawfully certified. Is the objection in writing and signed not only by the member of the House of Representatives, but also by a senator? Is in writing, Mr. President. Is it signed by a senator? Not as of yet, Mr. President. In that case, the objection cannot be entertained. You see, they can't get a senator to sign up, and then they could have a full debate about these electoral votes and their authenticity, their legitimacy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Fast forward to 2021, January 6th, Republicans... Well, they've got their act together, and there's real concern about the election results. So you'll hear now a member of Congress joined verbally and in writing by a United States senator. Cut 53. I, Paul Gosar from Arizona. For what Sport. purpose does the gentleman from Arizona rise? I rise up for myself and 60 of my colleagues to object to the counting of the electoral ballots from Arizona. Uh, is the objection in writing and signed by a senator? Yes, it is. It is. You hear that? All right. That's what they weren't able to do in 2000 and in 2016. And that's what they wanted to stop. 
Democrats needed to stop that debate that they tried to wage themselves but were unsuccessful. Republicans were successful on January 6th. You got to think about that. All right. It's a whole new way of looking at January 6th. They let them in so they would stop the debate, not stop the count. Fascinating, huh? And I came up with that all by myself. Now, I got to put a hard break on all the politics because some wonderful people just entered the room and I don't know their politics. I don't want it. It's all their business. Maybe they agree. Maybe they totally disagree. And that's fine. That's America. Uh, Arthur Lee joins me once again. He is the creator of LifeVac. Arthur, how are you? I'm great, man. Thank you so much. Uh, Choking Awareness Day. And, you know, you voiced the opinion of, uh, you know, what's going on with that. So thank you. Uh, choking Awareness. Well, LifeVac is a little, it's a device that's amazing that uh, it's an airway clearance device. And if you got a little kid or an old person or anybody, you can use this thing and uh, get the chunk of food out of there, basically, right? Yeah. Well, you know, quick update on the power of your voice. Our attorneys at Paris and Belkamp, last time we talked about the knockoffs, they got Amazon to take them down. So we had a little victory for the little guy that those knockoffs have been stopped for now. So I appreciate because your your voice helped on that. Thank you. Wait, are you saying you're the little guy? Yeah, we are the little guy. Well, come on, LifeVac, you have done very well. You are an entrepreneur. You are very skilled. You come from a legendary scientific family in my book. <laughs> Get this, your father. What was your dad's name? My dad's name was Arthur. Just Ar- like me. I'm the third. Arthur Lee, you're, so there's a junior, there's a third, and then your dad worked at Grumman, and he actually worked on the lunar module. Yeah, my name's on the moon. They, uh, all the engineers at Grumman signed a little panel that turned into microfiche, so it was on three missions. So I'm able to say, because I'm the third, that my name's on the moon, and I was very proud, and I, I grew up learning that anything's possible. Wow. If you can go to the moon, you can invent a, a, a plastic device that gets food out of there. There you go. Dad would be proud. Uh, that is amazing. Wait a second. Your name is on the moon. And now what missions did he do? 11, 12, and 13? No, wait, 11, 12, and 14? Yeah, well, 11, 12, uh, 13 didn't make right. it to the moon because we were in the Luda Lander. And 14. So uh, 11, 12, and 14. 14. Yeah. That is something else. Yeah, it's pretty L-I-H cool. H is on the moon. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a neat thing that uh, – since I was so young, that I might be the last person on this planet with their name on the moon. Possibly. Now, we might go back. They're thinking about going back pretty soon. That would be good. It would be great, but it's not a done deal, and I hope we do go back. Uh, although, for your sake, maybe I'm hoping we don't, because that's kind of a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, your name is on the moon. Cool. All right, so forgive me. I forgot. It's uh, National Choking Awareness Day. Uh, <laughs> is this a, Leslie, can you, is this a big day? I didn't know about this day. No, it isn't. And over the last 10 years, we've tried to promote it a little more because – you look at it, 5,000 people a year choked to death, right? So it's the fourth leading cause of accidental death, leading cause of accidental death in our schools. Figuratively, we have a cure, right? We never have cures anymore. We, we perpetuate, we try, but we don't have a cure. We have a cure. No one has to choke to death anymore. So we awareness is the key that, one, it happens all the time, one child every five days, and it doesn't have to happen anymore. All right, lifevac.net, lifevac.net. Check it out. It's a great little device. 10% off, I think, if you mention WABC. Now, do me a favor. Describe the advantages for the using the lifevac as opposed to the good old Heimlich maneuver. Well, you want to do that, and we promote that, especially today, right, to, to be trained. But the problem is it doesn't always work. Independent study in the U.K., lifevac was 99% effective. Those techniques were 71 So there's a big gap, right? 
And it's super simple. It's a little plunger. You push and pull, and it creates a suction. I don't know if the audience can hear that. Yeah. And it pulls the object out. I mean, it's not rocket science and it's like Dad was involved in. It's simple physics. You actually look at the thing, and you know how to use it. Yeah. I mean, the blessing and when I persevered to do was something simple that like a panicking parent like I would be can just go, ah, place, push, pull, and right. save your child. No assembly required in the heat of the moment. Hey, just pop in the mask and and you're good to go. And each kit covers adults and children. We had a we had a parent buy it to protect her children, wound up saving her mother in law. And that's happened more than once that they got it for the peace of mind and safety of their child and wound up saving their spouse or even someone else. We've had people save other people. That's that is amazing. Uh, Lifefact.net. They're very easy to uh, acquire. I recommend. I've got. Uh, well, I've got about four of them, actually, thanks to my association with you, and I've given them away as gifts as well. Awesome. Um, how did you come up with the idea? I think you said this is like a real kind of a homemade inspiration. You were in your garage or something like yeah, that, right? What happened? Old school. You know, growing up with my dad, we fixed everything ourselves. I'm a 64, you know, I'm the last of the boomers. And I heard of a child, same age as my daughter that died, and I was trained. I didn't know it didn't always work. So I just started experimenting, learned about forces. I knew it had to be simple. And the first one was glued together in my garage, just like, you know, old school life. Wow. So where's the factory? It's out in Wisconsin. We make them in the USA because I'm American. I love it. I love it. Now, you could probably make more money if you made them in China. Yeah, um, that's not happening. I think that, you know, money ain't everything. We also make it uh, it lasts forever, which is anti-money. Uh, we kept it reasonable so you can save a life and everyone can get it, unlike some other solutions that are just unaffordable for the regular person. So they get mandated, but you can't buy it out in Idaho. So everything I did was to be as best in my soul and heart as I could be. Excellent. So really excellent. I mean, wow, you're doing it in America for all the right reasons. LifeVac.net, LifeVac.net. Go pick one up. Very easy to do. By the way, have you ever choked? I have once, and I almost crashed my car. I was choking <laughs> on a donut, and we were kids, young, 17. It's a funny story because I was choking, and I hit the brakes, and we bought glass bottles of milk, and they all shattered all over the car. But, yeah, it's a scary thing. Yeah. I did once myself when I was a kid. It was like a little uh, candy, like one of those round candies, uh, hard candies that your grandmother might have, and... I, I swallowed it, and I remember uh, my dad putting his fingers into my throat to get it out. And uh, my uncle felt very bad because it was his house and his candy, and it probably shouldn't have been in the reach of uh, a three-year-old like we me. Had, uh, we had a child uh, was being a good older sibling, gave one a lemonhead candy to her younger brother, like sneaking it to him to mm. be cool. He choked, and luckily the parent had a life back because think about the life that sibling would have had. And luckily, the mother was able to save the child. Where do you do you recommend keeping it? Uh, this is a practical question for me. I mean, should it be in the kitchen? I guess it should be in the kitchen. Where do you keep it? Yeah, I mean, most people, I keep mine in the kitchen, just under the cabinet, like you know everything else. Um, but the cool thing is now the travel kit. We're starting to see people keep it in their cars and save other people. We had fifty million views on another a Good Samaritan running to their car. And coming in and saving a baby. How I saw. Cool. I saw the one with the back in too. Was oh it? my god! Yeah, and she's freaking out. But you can understand she is so in such distress. Obviously, so and she's yelling, "Help! Help! Help!" In that state, you're not going to be able to do much more than 
you know, press a button, which is essentially what Life Act does. You can just kind of press the thing, yeah. you stick it in and press it. It doesn't take a lot of finesse, would you say? Did right? you hear when the baby cries? Like mine, I get chills right now because the baby's silent, right? The mother's freaking. And when she pulls it, he starts to cry. Yeah. And then, you know, that's just, it was, it's just such a great sound. And she picks him up and they, their whole life is okay now. They, they don't have to live with what, you know, the other side would have been. You got anything else in the works? This is terrific. No. I mean, uh, you, uh, you, 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 you've done so much. Lifefact.net, lifefact.net. Hey, when the lunar lander was being built, did your dad ever take you to the factory? Oh, yeah. I, I have a part with me I'm going to show you. I have the abort button from the prototype because that book you're looking at, he was there before and he, they didn't know what they were doing. They, you know, they were trying to figure it out. Wow. The abort button. Yeah. I could use that during yeah, no some kidding. of my shows and, uh, you know, like, oh, let's stop. I mean, that sounds fantastic. So do you know when, like, the abort button, they almost pushed it when they were landing, by the way, right? Yeah, he was within a few seconds of having to hit it because he had to take over manual control and uh, he was close to being out of fuel and he had to punch it but yeah. the original design it wasn't where it is now 60 seconds remember that the guy says 60 seconds yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they're really running out of gas and you gotta you gotta apollo we copy on the ground we're breathing again thanks a lot yeah 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 uh wow uh, so your dad is uh no longer with us no he passed away yeah but what a great guy and he passed he on this uh legacy of curiosity and skill to you Arthur Lee, uh, check out lifevac.net, lifevac.net. Put the code WABC, you'll get 10% off. Do me a favor, i got to take a quick commercial break. Can you stick around for a moment? Oh, my God, love to. All Thank right, you. I could use some backup because I'm about to talk to Larry, and he's a really nasty guy from All Queens. Right. All right, let's I'll, go. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. After September 11th, were you in Lower Manhattan living, working, or helping with the rescue, recovery, cleanup, or construction? Were you there between September 11th, 2001 and the summer of 2002? Have you been diagnosed with cancer or a respiratory illness? If you answered yes, you may be eligible for financial compensation. Call attorney Noah Koshlevsky. He's the managing partner of Kreinler & Kreinler. Noah has established himself as one of the nation's leading experts on the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund. He has represented thousands of families while recovering over a billion dollars on their behalf. Noah and his team will work tirelessly to ensure your case is accurate and fair. To find out if you're eligible, call Kreinler & Kreinler at 888-246-4799. That's 888-246-4799. On the web, visit 911cancerinfo.com. That's 911cancerinfo.com. Hey, folks, this is Sid. Spring, the season of love, is around the corner, and nothing says I love you more than a relaxing bath with your better half, Danielle. At least that's what I try to convince my wife. So look at you. You're spending more time at home these days, looking for a relaxing way to spend an evening, maybe a weekend, and I've got the answer for you. I just discovered the amazing bath fitter. They've been installing luxury tubs, showers, and walls for over 35 years. Bath fitter will custom make your new bath to perfectly fit over your existing one. And the one-piece wall system is so easy to maintain. Their design options are endless, so you're sure to find a tub, shower, or wall you'll love. Bath fitter comes with a lifetime warranty. Installation will be done by one bath fitter technician in just one day. Kickstart your bath remodeling today, 877-792-BATH. That's 877-792-BATH. And tell them, of course, 
Sid Central. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Kelly Show. Uh, we're back with my friend Arthur Lee. He invented the LifeVac, LifeVac.net. You can save a kid, an old person, a middle-aged person, anybody who's choking, and you put this thing in their, uh, well, you put it in their throat, and you <laughs> you pull it out with air. It's pretty much that simple. Wait, Arthur, do you have a patent on this thing? I do. Now, how do you get a patent? Is it hard? Very hard. It took like five years. Five years, and the number 17 sticks out. Is it only good still for 17 years, a patent? It's less than that now. Less than that? Yeah. Wow, and then anybody can copy it? Yep. That's that's terrible. Yeah, but you know what? We save people who kiss. All right, stand by. Uh, Larry has something to say from Queens. Hello, Larry. Oh, yeah. Hi, Greg. I I did call up because I thought you were wasting a, a, quite a bit too much time on a stupid uh, half-baked fight. And the reason I thought, well, one of the reasons I grew up in Woodside, although I avoided fights myself, but. Just about every Friday night, there were a couple of Irish guys half in a bag that were punching each other out. So. Hey, no ethnic slurs on this show. One, right? I don't want to hear about any Irish stereotypes and they're half in the bag. Now, look, I understand we're talking about it, but guess what, buddy? People are talking about it. I'm I'm personally fascinated by it. I'm not going to make any apologies for it. It happened during what used to be the most watched show in the uh, universe, the Oscars. Two famous guys got into a fight, and I do find a little bit of irony here because, as you say, fights happen, and we all saw all kinds of people get killed and shot and maimed on TV over the years, but we see one guy slap another guy. It it cap- captures our attention, our imagination. I can't explain it entirely. We're human beings. I'm a human being. Look, you can also you can always turn tune in to NPR or WNYC or the BBC. Maybe that's more your speed, Larry. I don't know. Not at all. Not at all. In fact, I, I, have, I want to ask you something. I, I'd appreciate it if you would spend a lot of time on this trial of the supposed kidnappers in, I think it was Michigan. What? <laughs> oh, you mean the uh, the ones who wanted to get, go after Governor Whitmer? Yeah, I think Yeah, that that's a setup lot. job. Everybody knows. It's a setup job. Has it gone to trial yet? Yes, it started. All right. I will look into that. That's a good reminder. Thank you. Um, I don't know if I'm going to spend a – I mean, it is a setup job. Those guys were just a bunch of yahoos, and I think they were set up and manipulated. Larry, thank you. Fair points. One more. John? Yes, hi. Hi, Greg. Yes. Uh, just wanted to say, you know, these Hollywood elite and sports elite, they stay in their gated communities, and they set examples for the uncivilized society where the rest of us have to live. And we have to worry about people rubbing feces in our face or throwing us on the tracks if we disrespect somebody or somebody perceives that we've looked at him the wrong way. Yeah, you're right. And what's his name? Uh, lives in a, uh, a house the size of an airport. Will Smith lives in a house the size of an airport. I've seen pictures of his crazy. Thank you very much. Arthur Lee, you might live in a house the size of, uh, I don't know, of an airport, maybe a small <laughs> middle school. You've done very well. You've done very well. Well, you know, the funny thing is my first life, I built a company with a partner, and <clears throat> built it up and sold it, and uh, I was ready to retire. I was in air freight. I worked 24 hours a day for 18 years. I had retired. I sold it. I was done. But this was a bigger picture thing. This was changing yeah. the world. So How old were you when you uh, sold it? I was 47. And you could have retired? Done. Oh, and wow. I was going to build boats, play golf. I don't know. Ooh, sounds nice. Yeah. 
but it's also very impressive. And as you know, I'm guessing, I mean, I don't know this feeling, but I hear that folks who have made it, you know, you got to have a new challenge. If you don't have a new challenge, you know, it's just, just, it's not as interesting. Well, I think it's possible, but you know, when you look at your child and you say, okay, I could save it. How could I live with not saving others? And then I got to meet some of these children. After six years, I held a little baby that we saved and it was all worthwhile. Folks, obviously he's a great guy. It's a great oh. product. Go to lifevac.net, lifevac, V-A-C, lifevac.net, code W-A-B-C if you want to save some money. LifeVac.net. Arthur Lee, he invented the uh, LifeVac. Thank you, sir. You're the best. I so appreciate it. You're going to save a life today. All right. Bye, babe. Bye, everybody. Listen to this podcast now on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Father and Son with Curtis and Anthony Sliwa. A lot of the things that I had are plastic trains was mostly Thomas the Tank Engines. What was the island that they were on? Do you remember the islands? The island was Sodor. It was kind of the middle of the ocean. Sodor. That's right. And who was in charge of Sodor? Sir Topham Hatt. However, he was a wanted criminal. You're kidding. Yeah. Sir Topham Hatt was a wanted criminal? Yeah. What happened was in like future episodes, they had a steam engine take away its tracks and just started to break up on him. I'm like, this is how a steam engine in a children's show. I started to ponder on this like... What's the message behind this? Download all of Red Apple Media's podcasts right now through your favorite podcast platform. WABC Radio is proud to celebrate 100 years from October 1st, 1921 to music radio to talk radio's crown jewel worldwide and beyond. WABC. Traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.